0: What up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You're listening to Lyle's Movie Files. Joining me tonight is my main man, Javon King. What's up?
1: What's good, Jeffrey? How are you? How are you listening? How's everybody doing?
0: I'm good. Hopefully they're doing fine, too. Little bro Jace, what's up with you?
1: What up, bro? I'm
0: good. First news of the day is the show that even NBC will not kill, Timeless, is getting one final Honest to goodness, this is the end. Wrap up. Curtain call, encore, whatever you want to call it. They're going to have a two-hour movie to wrap up all the loose and dangling storylines. I have refused to get into Timeless because NBC. So, Javon, Jace, what do you guys think about this? Uh, did you watch Timeless? and know you did, Jace. What's, what's your thoughts on this?
2: I, as I said, like a couple episodes ago. Timeless would have been a great show on sci-fi, because they would have actually let it have like three time. It would have been like TNT or USA. It would have been really good on on those channels, because they would have actually let it go. Like the first season, kind of, it it had a nice little cliffhanger, and then second season, because they're like, all right, we got thirteen episodes. Like, all right, let's make them good enough that our audiences invested still, and then NBC finally stops being NBC. And let's just have a full run, and then we can really run this whole show. It didn't work again because it's NBC, and everybody assumes like, oh, you say half a season episode on NBC? Yeah, you're gonna cancel it anyway, so I don't need to invest in this. Once again, but this this is like a first that NBC's like, all right, fine, we're not gonna pull a uh, the uh, what was it, the Cape, or, or we're not gonna pull a Constantine. We're gonna let it actually wrap up which shows progress. I mean, it's it's like, hey, if you guys are the distributor, you can actually make some more money based on having like a season in the movie, put all that in a nice collector's edition. Everybody's happy versus here's the complete episode, series one of the Cape or Constantine that has a cliffhanger ending. And well, hope it works out for you guys. So I'm happy they're doing this. I really wish that somebody else would have picked it up. And put so it could have stayed on my DVR, but if this is what we got, I'll take it.
0: I think Netflix would be a great place for time. That way people can binge it and see 12, 13 episodes on their own time without any worries about the story being incomplete. And I think that's probably the best format for that. What do you think, Javon?
1: Oh, you, you took it right out of my mouth. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. That's the thing about these shows that once they, or once the network, if it's a cult-followed show, if it like timeless, it has a nice following behind it, right? Just because the network isn't sold on this show does not mean anymore that these shows die. Remember like in the 90s, 2000s, like shows that you really enjoyed that had a, a, a limited, not a limited run, but like a short run on a uh, network? Mm-hmm. Because for whatever reason, the the, the the network, the executives, whoever wasn't behind it. So they said, let's pull the plug on this thing. And they may have did that prematurely because this is a show that's yet to, to really submit itself. But it's still a good show early on. Um, they have options now. You can go to Hulu. You can go to Netflix. You can get picked up by Amazon Prime. You don't have to any longer say, well, damn, this show really was one of my faves or was a good show. And... It it sucks because it only had two seasons and Network didn't believe in it. And it makes me think back to, like, I know this is a part of a topic, but one show that I really thought about, Jeff, when I read this, Jace 2, was Sports Night because I loved that show. Sports Night was a really good sitcom. I can't imagine if it had another life. if somebody, Yeah, if somebody had been able to pick that show up. And I think that a show like Timeless and other shows like it, because there are other shows like this show who, who they have a following, but the networks on soul sold. will get canceled. They'll have another life somewhere else. They it, That's possible now. So if I'm a Timeless fan, I wouldn't worry too much. And I wouldn't put too much into the, the NBC two-hour finale because that may just be the NBC finale. This show may get picked up a few months down the road, a year down the road, on one of these outlets that we just named. So I don't think it's the end of it. And I think it's good for this show.
2: I was just saying, well, like I mean, the, the one I think the one of the better examples that is the Mindy projects. Like Fox could never kind of get on right. a good schedule. It's how long has it been going on in the, in uh, uh, what is it the Hulu? Like two seasons. Like a two season. Like arrest, arrested Development,
3: mm-hmm. two
2: three seasons. It's like, oh, you guys can't figure out how to do these things that have a following.
3: Right.
2: Like just throw them on here. Like we just have. I mean, because that way. Because I I I was just like listening to like a, a Smallville podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean like a, And they were talking about how it's like 10 months of shooting and it's really long hours. But that's only because you're, you know, doling out the episodes real quick. But if you get them like six, seven and a bunch, you can do that. It probably can shoot that a whole lot shorter and then be done and have their life back. So they're probably like, hell yeah, give me a Netflix or Hulu deal versus NBC is where they ask me 10 months out of year. 16 hour days. So I'm thinking, Man. they're like, hey, let me let me get to. Can I talk to the Netflix guy before I pitch to NBC now?
1: Oh, most All definitely. Right. Most definitely. But, you
0: it, know, I it, think what's really dangerous for the networks, especially as they're seeing people leaving and going to Netflix and Amazon, et cetera, is they have to be very careful which shows they decide not to pick up. So if there's an interesting pilot and they're on the fence, I think we're going to see the networks take a lot more risk in terms of the shows. There's this uh, show on on CBS is coming this fall. Uh, God friended me, something like that. And that does not look at all like the kind of typical CBS show, but I think they're trying to beat Netflix and Amazon to the punch before they get the next glow, the next big cult show that everybody's buzzing about where the network shows go Three or four episodes, and they made a quiet demise off the cancellation
1: bill. Well, you know, I think Jeff, like I said, I don't think that these execs. It's just like the record industry or the movie industry right now. It the marketplace is so open that there's no there's no uh, 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 shortage of content. Right. Mm-hmm. With that said, there's no more monopolies. Like even with network television, there's the the money's always going to be in network, right? Network TV shows, network sitcoms have budget, budget that that cable markets, unless we're talking about the major pays, HBO, Showtime don't have. I mean, they they have budgets that unless you're those markets, they don't have that. Like AMC ain't got the budget that ABC has. Or if you're on, let's say, the Paramount Network or whomever, they got a nice budget, but it ain't going to be the same kind of budget that you get if you're on primetime network TV, right? Netflix, Hulu, they're catching up the production quality of their shows is on par with anything that's on network, anything that's on cable, anything across the spectrum. So you can't just say, well, the money is here versus there. And also you're going to have to start taking some chances. If you are network, like you said, you can't just say we got a surefire thing, but I think the last 20 years has kind of been making networks, movie studios, record labels, very selective because, the money's just not there. If, well, it's not as plentiful as it used to be. So it's making for a lot less risk taking when it comes to putting content out there. They want to know that they got a hit.
2: But again, now that is, we always say it like, we used to talk about this like all the time back in like 30 Thursday. Like mm-hmm. if NBC had the same mindset that they have now, Seinfeld would have never made it. Like,
1: you, you ain't lying.
2: like, I mean, when they had friends, they by season two they had had that the show after the Super Bowl, like yeah. they knew they had that as a hit. But Seinfeld took this like slow art, and oh, then yeah, by yeah. season three, it was like
1: if you got it, you were it, in. W- <laughs> it was the biggest show on TV, wasn't it? It was the biggest yeah. show on TV. So- I remember, yeah, I remember when Seinfeld first came on, it was buried at like nine thirty on a Wednesday night or Tuesday nights or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it wasn't their prime comedy night. it was like it might have
1: been like right after mad about you
2: just like yeah well you're kind of comedy why not let's see what the heck we got here yeah. but it's like networks really have to get to the point where it's like they have to take chances but they also have to commit it's like we can't go six we'll give you a 13 run episode season see how you do it's like all right we got to commit and tell the audience like hey Especially right. NBC, it's like, hey, we're giving this, we're picking the show up for two seasons. Mm-hmm. That's what it's like. Hey, I mean, like, I mean, like Netflix. You know, there's not a chance. Like, get invested in this season, there's a slim chance it's getting canceled. Like, but NBC or all the networks, just like, how many? I mean, like the rookie on ABC, they're already advertised, and I'm like, if it might not even last like eight episodes. Like you're gonna waste more time advertising this show than you're actually gonna show me
1: episodes. So probably ABC.
0: Oh, well, you know what ABC is really bad on that too, because they yeah. were doing that with uh man. There was a show that they were using Maroon Five's "Lucky Strike" for, mm-hmm. it was like "Lucky." I think maybe the show was actually called "Lucky Strike." They cocktail did, hour. No, 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 not that one. That was another one that they bombarded everything I watched, and I think it was one of those times like it was right. During the finals, so I was watching ABC and they killed every oh, yeah. commercial with that. And uh, that show lasted two or three episodes. like, what a waste. Because I know I watched more than three commercials on that. Jeff,
1: mm-hmm. remember the Don't Trust to Be in Apartment 2D or whatever it was? 2C. Yeah. Or is it they 2B, please? I
2: don't remember.
0: 2B. <laughs>
1: okay. Was, the annoying part is
2: that show was funny. It literally it was like yeah. so just like. Come on, just like it was like a perfect nine thirty show. Like, all right, it's not it's that right after Modern Family, like let's take a little more chances on this. That show was so funny. And it was like Kristen Ritter is like like, she's she's really good. Like, I mean she she does drama she's like a perfect actress. Like she can do everything. Like but but that was so good. And they just like oh we
1: forgot. You know what's funny about that though, Jeff, Jace? They promoted the hell out of that thing. Mm-hmm. They shoved that show down your throat. And they didn't believe in it longer than what? 18 episodes? I don't believe it
3: had. I don't
0: think they don't give Why their shows enough time. And another ABC stage. show was Happy Endings.
1: And that's a show <laughs> yeah. that
0: really should still be going right now. It
1: should still be on. It should that, still that should be, be on. It should be like
0: in its 10th tenth, tenth year celebration, mm-hmm. final farewell to the Happy Endings crew. Cause Let me see. That third season wasn't
2: good. And but a big, is, you,
0: no. a you should be able to have a bad season. That be the end of everything
2: for you. It's like, but they they did like they did stupid things. Like that show was like perfect after Modern Family it was like kind of like you got the like kid fan, like the family friendly. Like, then you got the adults in Chicago doing something you don't see all the time. Mm-hmm. Like that show should have been easy. To, like I said, Jeff, that should have been an easy one to stay on air. Like. Everyone in that show was hilarious. It I mean, was like, Max day. Max keeps fine at work, and Damon Wayman's son is like, hey, y'all know y'all should be putting me in stuff, and it's, it doesn't look like he's having any trouble.
0: He's got work. a show coming this fall on CBS.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it, and it, it actually looks
0: like it could be interesting.
1: Quick side note, big ups to Sierra Ornale's former colleague of mine from the Smithsonian, who was a writer for Happy Endings and is now with, uh, uh, what is that Super Show on NBC?
3: Oh, good. Like, yeah, and
2: that, that looked like a show that NBC was gonna give up, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, people are watching." People it's are like watching. Just like as long as you like show the commitment, it's like, "Oh, okay, I can invest in you now." Like, how many times was like uh, John Locke been? On, I mean, uh, on it was on a show on ABC, and then we'll promote it. We'll promote it. Oh, it didn't work on that first night because it's on, like, Sunday at 10 o'clock and no one saw it. It's like, well, you put it at 10 o'clock on Sunday, like, in the middle of the season. Like, everyone's not going to put it on their DVR to make sure it's good. Like, come on.
0: Terry Quinn, yeah. not John Locke. Thank
2: you, Jeff. It's
1: like, that's, a, that's a show killer in itself. Don't mess around with the time slot. Don't mess around with the time slot. But they
2: didn't mess around. They just put it, like, it, it's like there's certain time slots, like Sunday at 10 o'clock. is now not easy is not easy one to go with like if you want to do like the revival shows like what is that uh, Magnum P.I. if you want to put that in the what is that uh, MacGyver time slot like maybe you're going to get those folks back but if you put MacGyver I'm sorry uh, Magnum P.I. at 9 o'clock on Monday it's got a chance but it's not going to get the audience to want to see a Magnum P.I you're going to try and get some
1: of these new books. Jace, Jace, I've been trying to figure that out myself, dog. Who wants to see a Magnum in 2018?
0: You know, at least one thing that I find very interesting with the Magnum reboot is they're going with a Latino lead. And if nothing else, we're going to remake it. And that gives you a different, you know, if the writers are creative and want to tackle some things, this opens up the door to some Storylines that you couldn't get with the typical Tom Selleck actor. Um, so maybe that'll help it stand out. From watching the, the trailers, I'm like, where is his mustache? Where is Jay Hernandez's mustache, man? It's not Magnum without the mustache. And I don't know why that's a. I have no idea why and everything that they've been like, he's got the boat, he's got the car, he got the hat. But I'm like, dude, where, where's the mustache?
1: Let me, ask, let me ask you this, Jeff is, uh, how do I want to word this, man? Are they holding this show up? Would this show be better served as something else, or are they propping it up on the Magnum name?
0: I think they're using the Magnum name. But, man, it's like I was just going through, and, and they did MacGyver, and there's so many shows from back in the 80s that they're going back to, hoping that lightning strikes twice because they keep screwing up on their original you know, first time shows. They they give up on shows like Timeless too soon, and then they go, "Well, we've got MacGyver, we've got Magnum coming back, and and we've got Dynasty, and we've got Dallas," and they keep oh. doing that instead of Remember taking Berries. time and developing the audience because they're they're. I think what happens is they're so focused on old school. Ratings like okay, who's watching it right now, and they don't take into account as much the DVR numbers, and they don't take into account back in the 80s, Magnum had three other shows to compete with, not 50. And right, that makes a huge difference. So, I don't even know if McGovern's still on. Do you guys watch it, or did you watch it? Hell no. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those deals where it's like, and they did a Charlie's Angels remake. They did uh, back in 2011, I think And now. they're
1: trying to do it again. And yeah. they got a new movie
0: coming. Yeah, yeah, of course, I wrote it. But it's just like, it's silly to me because it's like, you guys got to stop going back to the past, to the 70s and 80s, and, and thinking this stuff will work again. But if you show more patience with your, your other shows, I feel like in the binge era, if there's a show that's on for five seasons, people would be like, you know what? Uh, this, this show's been on a long time. I think I'll give it a shot. I'll catch up on Netflix, and then I'll start watching season six or seven when it starts back this fall. But if they cancel something,
4: the
0: Right. If they cancel a <laughs> I mean, show in a right. season or two, that there's no incentive to even check it out on Netflix. There's no reason to spend that and make that investment to a show that's done. Because nobody wants to get caught up in something and go, ah, well, I know it's going to be canceled after... Or I know... Yeah. There's only 10 more episodes in the series.
1: Right. And each that's one of us has series. watched enough TV to know one thing. Shows don't really formulate and really get their legs underneath them until season two, three. Yep. Because Unless
0: it's a really good show with a strong premise right off right, the bat.
1: Right, right out the gate.
0: Yeah, it's like a show like Lost, that knew exactly what it was. 24 was another show it mm-hmm. didn't need anything else funny it was like mm-hmm. here's what it is and they didn't, change it, an, they didn't have yeah. to change
1: an actor they didn't have to mm-hmm. do any of those things that a lot of shows do when they finally or start trying to find themselves early on right um, let me ask you this Jeff have you been watching any of the stuff on CBS Access like Star Trek or Will Ferrell's show
0: you know for real what I'm doing I am waiting until uh, their next trial period and I'm gonna watch Star Trek Discovery and mm-hmm. some of their other stuff at at once because I don't want to watch like five episodes and then the trials they, over.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, if it's good, it. I'm
0: gonna check them out.
1: No, it's good, and I'm gonna tell you something. CBS Access is gonna create a problem for CBS. They're already doing it. already it, is, it
2: is. You're right. But but the problem, I mean, not the problem is like it's the TV shows like. The Good Wife spinoff. They still are on the old mindset. It's like, hey, we release episodes once a week. It's like, no, like you can't do that now. You, if people are gonna pay money to watch your channel, they're not gonna have the patience to sit there and keep this mm-hmm. subscription for a whole so year for you to roll exactly up.
0: Exactly why I haven't watched Discovery yet, because I'm like, I, nope, because I, I don't want their trickle down release method. Mm -hmm. Put it all up there. Let me have control over when I'm watching this show. And we're all good because I don't necessarily want to watch this one episode and then wait a week. I I stack shows up on my DVR because I want to be able to go to the next episode and Mm -hmm. not go, what am I going to do for a week? Um, The
1: only reason I say it's going to create an issue for CBS, Jace, is the fact that you're starting to have better content on the access channel than the network.
2: But people yeah, are paying directly for that, though. That's that's. If you were a network executive, you're like, "Hey, we're getting instead of having advertisers pay us for the content, we have the subscriber paying you us." You it on it. that website. Right. It's uh, littered with ads. Uh, well, that's that CBS's website. I mean, I remember looking, trying to look for when I looked for uh, Big Brother. It was like you're gonna see all the CBS episodes and all the shows. I'm like, I got it. Like you guys are still very wed to the old mindset of make mm. sure the advertisement is there. It's like I'm paying you directly. Like that's like you 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 forget to see why people cut the cord. It's like I don't have time to watch ads. Like you, I'm already paying you to get around these ads. So right. don't be don't try and get that second revenue stream. It's like it ain't gonna happen.
1: Right. Like, well, that's I, the thing. I, I think the real issue is going to be with the content. If the, if it gets to a point where it's a, it, it's a unanimous decision that the shows on access are better than the shows on network CBS, the ad dollars will start to trickle more to the access. They're going to have to make a decision at some point, which of these shows do we pull from access and put on the network?
0: I don't think they would do that because it's it's, if you can make people pay $10 for your service, that's always going to be a valuable commodity. And they, can mm-hmm. take, and they can take the network shows as lost leaders to drag people over to their mm-hmm. network. And they have full control. And I think the only question is if this will spread their resources a little thin in terms of bandwidth and quality and like how many other shows. Because it's like there's two good shows on, on all access. That's great. And I can that's go great. through two good shows in a month. What else do you have for me? And don't say we can watch the old 70s Magnum because right. – or what else was there? Would you like Man, to watch every would, season of you Young and the like
1: All in the Family or whatever. But this, but will that will that create an issue? Because if you have – let's say, okay, you got two shows that are really good on access. What if it goes from five, from two to five, five to ten? Now you got 12 shows that are dynamite, must be on access. You know
0: what? More power to them. I think they'll just have more people paying up for it, and and if they if people, I mean, because people aren't watching CBS now. So if people are paying and and going to, I thought they were still the CBS
3: number content, one network.
2: Dude, I I I
0: have no clue. I don't pay Plus attention to no, any
2: of that. NCIS is still the most watched show on TV. Like okay. their core audiences is not the one advertisers pay to get. Right. So. But they they, get, they draw the numbers, so if you want you know products for forty, I mean like fifty year olds, go to CBS. <laughs> but if you want like trendy, you want, you're not gonna see a Gap commercial or an Old Navy commercial on CBS. It just isn't gonna happen. Like they they're just like yeah, unless it's football, we know not to spend our ad dollars here. We can we can put our stuff in CW and put it in front of the one hundred that. Has quietly got to five five seasons that nobody saw coming. <laughs> but,
0: you but guys. Jace, but, Jace, look, I'm cool. way more interested in watching 100 now. Way more interested in watching that because it's now on for five seasons. That's
3: right. Like, it's
0: 100. actually good.
3: I'm, yeah, I'm like,
2: okay. Dwayne, Dwayne said, hey, it's not bad. I, I literally started watching it on Netflix and so, stuff. Uh, you know what? If Flash has another season like this, I might sit brown and watch the 100
0: versus watching flash yeah all right well let's uh move on somewhat slightly because there was news that kind of kept playing along with this theme that we just kind of stumbled onto um so cbs is it is actually working on an alf remake. <laughs> what <laughs> I'll make sure here I'm gonna check my notes real oh, fast. Make sure I got Jeff, right. I'm
2: gonna need you to put the drink down. Oh
1: just, man.
2: Like I need some straight commentary. You you were supposed to be our narrator telling us the truth. You can't just come out here having five shots and say, Oh, see me that's made an Alf remake. I mean come on. Alf is coming
0: sorry, back. Sorry, it's Warner Brothers TV. But okay, yeah, they're so working on an Alf To Distribute
1: then, right? Whoever's gonna buy this this turd. <laughs>
3: Uh,
0: I, I'm, I, you know, I'm just so confused because it's like, Alf seems such a product of the '80s, where you could have shows with a puppet and nobody blinks. And
3: <laughs> I just of <laughs> the '80s, man.
0: I mean, you know, we have Max Headroom, Max Headroom, Little yeah. Wonder, or Small Wonder, Small and Wonder,
3: like,
0: yeah, I don't keep know. the
1: Robot.
3: Right, I mean
0: dinosaurs. I just don't know if if there is
2: if there's enough audience to watch Alf.
3: No, I don't
1: know, man. That it's
3: was... not even
2: it's not even gonna pull like a Roseanne and like have enough nostalgia for everybody to watch. It's like no, that it's time kind of was then. Yeah. I'm not I'm not coming back to watch Alf. Like it's not gonna look any better. It's still gonna be a puppet. It's not like, mean, like
0: they're gonna they're gonna make the CGI character this time. Oh, I'm, I'm joking, worse. joking. I'm
1: joking. Okay. All I right. don't know
0: that. I can't confirm that.
1: Okay, okay. But, but
0: they could. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You guys ready for this one?
1: Yeah. What on. you
0: got?
1: What you got? All right,
0: Jason. No, you're gonna really, really be down for this one. Uh Party of Five is is getting rebooted and it's gonna be Why? on freeform. Why? Now they're gonna <clears throat> they're rebooting it with an immigration twist. It's going to follow the five Buen Diaz children as they navigate daily struggles to survive as a family unit after their parents are suddenly deported back to Mexico. Now, that's an amazingly timely premise and probably realistic spin on an old, beloved series. What do you guys think about that?
2: That's not stupid. I mean that actually is taking something old and actually making it relevant now. Like that is. actually, is. I'm not saying I'm watching, but I'm. Sure if you want to catch a new audience, like who's never seen Party of Five, there's. I mean, even I mean, I mean, I don't know the people who watch Party of Five would want to watch something like that again. But if you want to start getting some people into that freeform, other than Cloak and Dagger. That's a smart move. Like, I mean, that's not horrible. I actually kind of like that idea. Like, whoever pitched that one,
3: that that was good. <laughs> like, that, that's not good. I agree.
1: I agree. Damn good, awesome. right on time.
3: Yeah,
0: and and that works with the context of the show, and they can actually be really different with with some of the topics they talk about the same as uh, the one day at a time reboot that mm-hmm. they've got now on Netflix.
1: So
3: can,
1: no, I'm sorry. They can touch on so many things. And this gives the Latino community a show.
0: Absolutely.
1: That they can say, Hey, this is what it's like. This is a reality for us. hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I really like where they're going with that. Hopefully they get it right. Do it right.
2: I hope, they, yeah. I hope they get a broader audience. Like, I hope just as much as Party of course. Five, like of course.
1: it was like, hey, you know, wh-
2: what would you do if you were thrust in as the older brother trying to enjoy your life, thought you know, bury they'd be fine that you can take your four younger younger siblings. Like this, I'm hoping that people like you know what I mean. Like you know, actually, I'm actually kind of annoyed. Like that's a show. This should be picked up on major network. Like, hey You
0: gotta stop thinking about it like that. Major network doesn't really matter anymore. The the major is only what people decide what they want to watch. eighteens uh, and under eighteen to thirty five, they don't view NBC, ABC, C B S as the major networks. Okay. it's just another I mean, network. I don't What's know it?
2: about that though. I don't if, know if about freeform that. Freeform is downloaded, let's say if freeform was downloaded by let's say a million people. Like I don't I don't have an app on my phone, but if Freeform has a million downloads, and people are watching it through that then that that proves me completely wrong. But if but
1: then again people are
2: watching it, I mean, 'cause like we have it on our, our cable, but I haven't even caught up to and Dagger.
1: Which but means see, I
2: don't watch the other programs.
1: But see here's the thing. This is what I was saying last week. Network TV, just like the radio, is still an entity. It's still the entity mm-hmm. when it comes to television. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. This is where no, the ad no, they don't comes. think that at all. No, yeah. the only yes.
0: thing that I think is that there's so many more options that
3: you the do. You ha- yeah. situations
0: below us are they don't consider it just ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox. Of course
1: it's not, like, and what oh, whatever do do? else
2: I want to watch. Yeah,
1: of course not. But the thing is, they're still viable entities, and that's still the big playground. That's what I'm saying there's still the big playground and that can't really be ignored because that show on Fox reaches more eyeballs than it does on Freeform that show on ABC reaches more eyeballs than it would on Freeform
0: that's true but okay. i would say i can't tell you like outside of sports season so like i don't watch ABC man i don't I don't watch ABC outside of agents of shield i don't watch CBS outside of march and football season um i don't watch fox outside of uh football, football and nbc <laughs> i don't watch outside of football season and i am right. outside of the main demographic or the targeted demographic uh so i think that that's a real issue for for folks because they don't really have a lot of oh, man, did you see that new show on Fox or, hey, that show on CBS is so good and everybody's watching it like they did back in the day. It's like, eh, you know, it's good. They've got a little audience. Of
3: course.
1: But that's the thing about it. These are the networks, like you said, when do you watch football season? They're the only networks that can afford to buy those kind of contracts, so the money is still there. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's still a big playground. Hmm?
2: Javon, you're the only one who has, like, kids – who are not out? Who have like kids that actually can, you know, change the channel and you know do whatever right. they want? What right. do they watch? Like, what channels do they watch?
1: Like, do they watch
2: this
0: YouTube? They don't videos?
1: watch that. They they don't watch TV. They, this is what they watch: devices. Oh. Yep, mm. their phones. They watch devices now, and eventually, and this is what I'm saying. I'm not defending. This demographic is going to change that. But as of right now, it's still these are still the big dogs on the block, and it's unfortunate. That's what I'm saying. Kids today, like we've been like we just said, they watch devices. They're on YouTube Red. They're on Fa- Facebook TV. They're on uh, uh, Netflix all the time. They're not watching ABC, CBS. The, ma- the major networks aren't producing the kind of content that is drawing in the next generation of viewers.
2: They're not <laughs> They're not making content that I want to see.
1: Right, Netflix, right. yeah,
2: like, Netflix is literally done. It's like, Hey, I can watch my show without commercials. Like
3: mm-hmm.
2: I, I mean, it's again, it's the, I have so many finite hours. I cannot give you an hour when all your show is, is 44 minutes. Like I need that to go study. I might need to go to basketball practice. I might go to oboe practice. I don't have time to sit and watch. Your wait commercial. a second. Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, you went with the oboe. Oboe.
1: Oh, <laughs> And you know what you know He's what they're trying else.
2: to get into college man they got time to watch okay. your commercial okay.
1: you know but what else i gotta stand know.
2: out on the college application obo is what happens okay.
1: you know what's important something that we really forget about when it comes to network tv compared to when we were growing up compared to that kid now who was let's say 11 10, between 5 and 15 right we had shows that catered to children we had shows that had the cute kid with the catchphrase that we wanted to see and watch, right? I can't name one show, and it's not like I'm watching network all the time. It's just from what I have seen. When we're watching sports game, uh, sports contests or whatever, the news, there's not one show that gets advertised that has like the cute kid star. You know what I mean? When we were growing That's up, true. it was Ricky Schroeder, there was Lil Rudy, there was Punky Brewster, there, were, uh, there was uh, I don't know. Uh, Arnold, who you talking about, Willis? There was Urkel, Family Matters. There were shows, and even going back earlier than that, Beaver and the Brady's and J.J. and Good Times, Lil' Michael from Good Times, all these shows that we named had identifiable kids, or the, they drew in the, the, the youth market because, June hey, and, they, Chachi. and Chachi. Hey, Steve, they, they had little kids on damn happy days, all that. It's just now... We don't have those shows. The last show that I can remember that had kids playing a prominent role in it was Mana Family, and they're all, they got kids themselves damn near now.
2: Yeah. The middle I mean, has kids
0: on a different the only one
2: that they really stands down. out to me. The middle is now, is, is they yeah. yeah. oh, had the their finale.
1: Yeah, all their kids line. grew up. All their kids are grew, grown up. There's a uh, fresh off the boat. I know yeah. they got the little guy there, the two little oh, guys Oh, blackish. blackish, blackish has their kids.
0: Those kids aren't positioned as the stars,
1: right? Just they're just there, yeah. They're there, you know. They're,
0: they're, they're, the, straight, mean, meaning they're the straight kids for the adults,
2: right. Well, right? Okay, go. Like as you were saying, like where is the pop phenomenon? Like the pop phenomenons now are reality tv show there's no, nothing netflix. like no, no netflix okay hold up, hold on what i, I want to say about that is like how you were saying like you always had these tv shows that came up with these like iconic characters and they it's like you you could go from network tv to sports center to listening to somebody at the bar like these people were going to come up in the conversation like now Yes, I know about
0: some of the characters on Glow. Okay, let's move on to, to the big screen because they are all in remake, reboot. Bloom House Productions is going to be doing, fan, they're going to be doing a Fantasy Island movie.
3: Oh God!
0: Now, now, oh God. in fairness, Bloomhouse <laughs> is not known for their lovey-dovey, romantic, and uh, comedic films. That's that's the the group that's brought you get out other uh horror thriller type films. Now a fantasy island thriller film sounds kinda interesting to me. Uh what do you guys think upon hearing that? You down for it? Maybe, maybe not.
1: Yeah. Jason, go ahead.
2: <laughs> uh we have evil tattoo. Uh
3: <laughs> yeah, dude. You know, they don't
0: make your fantasies come true. They make your nightmares real. Oh man, I mean, I it, a there point. is... yeah.
1: Like, oh Jeff, you just gave them, them. On, man. save that. You just gave that to them. <laughs> like,
3: that could because Fantasy
2: Island was kind of like really, but it's a horror movie. Yes, like you start off with the premise of it's you're going to this par you want a trip to paradise. You and 12 of your friends or 12 other couples won this great destination trip to paradise, but it's not paradise. Boom. Yeah. There you go. Sounds like you're I, on board.
3: I,
0: oh,
2: I, I cool. am. I am. I, I can't this. stand. Yes, I'm on.
1: Because like, you know pride. what's funny? NBC got a show that I'm going to guarantee you they'll cancel by January coming on where the plane disappears for five years.
0: Oh, man. That other lost re. re the other lost. But they make
1: it. But other see, loss. here's the thing, Jeff, that you know, you've seen it. They make it home. They yeah, actually touch ah. down in the airport. I'm, I'm eager to see it just because wow. I like the premise of that. I like the premise of it. It's going like to get canceled. Well, of it's course, it's, of course, it's gonna get canceled. Like, like I said, J- Jace, is gonna last till January, but I'm still gonna watch it. I'm gonna check it out at least January. Wow. Wow. Optimistic, You're ambitious. <laughs> well, here's the thing: they ain't, they ain't been promoting the hell out of a lot of things. It's this uh, Saint nowhere the hospital show that they got. that we save people. We skirt the system and save people. Which another hospital show NBC is like, come on, man. How many of y'all going? How, how many? How many do we need? Um, Not enough. A, not enough, right? Um this is the only two shows that they've been really been promoing the hell out of. I don't know if there's anything else. I I'm, I'm eager to see it cuz I like the premise of it, but I've always thought that with like something like the Love Boat, if you're going to bring back the Love Boat, do it that way. You get you come back 5 years or 2 years later, you know? So much of your life has changed and you feel you feel you found love but your life is totally altered by the time you get back. Something like that. So I'm like, hey, that what'd you yeah. put
0: in that drink? Rufies. <laughs> Rufies.
1: No, I I like the idea of it. I'm I'm hoping that uh, they, they actually go through and make this film and they do it right. I my only i am only asking all these things is that you do it right. Do it right. And that, to me, that means don't cornball it up. Don't feel like you got to follow tropes, man. Really go in. Go in for it. And don't be afraid to make something that's not uh, 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 the happy ending. Or or, or don't be afraid to make something that's, that's slightly controversial. Do it. A evil, evil tattoo, like a freaky, not even evil, just freaky looking tattoo. And an evil Mr. Rourke? Yeah, I'm for that. No it planes and a plane. I want Tattoo to be smoking a stogie and, and like looking you up and down like, you sure you want to be here? That's what you, I want to say. you
0: got to say the plane, though.
1: He can just oh, say it. He,
3: just
0: say, he just say it, creepy.
1: Just say it, yeah. All right. All right,
0: so now we've got another Terminator coming next year. The big draw on this one is Linda Hamilton's back. Arnold Schwarzenegger returned uh, for that previous trash Terminator Genesis, which is awful. Uh, but, what
2: are you talking about? Yeah,
0: you know, I mean they got to keep this thing rolling apparently because somebody needs to get paid off of it. But uh, Linda Hamilton showed up in the first <laughs> shot Shift of this. She's with Mackenzie guy. Davis. You won't, man. It, it's just it's rolling.
3: Just so Sarah Connor's
0: back. It's coming next year. So. I envision this movie to flame out terribly because there is, there's starting to be too much competition in 2019. It's just real in the action movie field next year. And I don't see how this Terminator is going to get the job done. What do you guys think about it? Jerome, go ahead handle that one.
1: Nothing! If they were gonna, if if Linda Hamilton was gonna come back and reprise Sarah Connor's role in this series, it should have been Rise of the Machines.
3: Yeah,
1: it should have been Rise of the Machines to give us some kind of continuity. This is gonna stink because, <laughs> look, everybody's sixty and seventy years old. They're old now. I'm sorry. And does the does the you know I I look at <laughs> I look at these kind of films the way I look at. Running into an old girlfriend, right, or, or somebody you used to date, whatever. Yeah, we was, we was, we was the, 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 the couple. We was kicking it back in 1996, but in 2018, you, you just don't look the same. You don't. And it's gonna be the same thing with this movie. It's, it's gonna be looking at a 60 some year old Linda Hamilton trying to find that Sarah Connor magic. And trying to have that Sarah Connor toughness from Terminator Two, what is she a grandmother now, a great grandmother? I mean, does it even matter anymore?
0: No, it, man. It, you, know, it, you don't have to be but so old to still beat up a Terminator or shoot at least one.
1: Yeah, you don't. So but what at
0: this
2: point, John Connor should be running the game. Yeah,
3: it should be I mean, John. It's, just,
2: it's there's no way around that. It's like yeah. after, what was it, Rising Rising Machine. Was literally like, like Javon said, like Rise of the Machine was their last go back. Unless now, maybe they did some retcon on Genesis, Jeff, because you're probably the only one who decided you had to watch that piece of trash. Wait, 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 I didn't have to watch it, I chose poorly. You chose to take the bullet for all the rest of us, and we appreciate
3: you.
2: <laughs> it's usually Javon's job, but you did that one, and we, we do appreciate you for that. I but, really do. I mean, it's just like, there came a point, it's like, Sarah Connor, is like, John is the one supposed to be doing the things. like, the Terminators, I mean, the Rise, of, I mean, that's, I actually just recently watched Rise Against the Machine, I mean, Rise of the Machine, it's like, oh, that's a cool story, like, Judgment was. Day is inevitable, now you better find a way to, a way to save your life, not get killed by a Terminator, do all the things, like. That's you, you're stuck at that point like I mean, what was it salvation? That wasn't the best it wasn't horrible.
3: Yeah. but
2: that was it. I mean it's like you can't go back on that well. it's like just you can why not just do a Terminator the exploit of John Connor after salvation like you got fertile land to mess with like it's I mean you got I don't know how many years before he dies before uh, Kyle Reese is doing his thing. Like, why not just go there? Like, bringing Linda Hamilton is just not going to get everybody like, oh, gosh, I really want to see what Linda Hamilton can do with this new Terminator.
1: Like, no. Come on. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, look, I don't – you can't keep bringing back these fits of nostalgia for – a generation that really doesn't go to the movies like that anymore and it's not gonna be a draw for us either way like you're not gonna make me forget how amped I was to see Terminator 2 you're not gonna make me forget about how scary Terminator 1 was for me as a little kid at nearly 40 I don't give a damn about 60 year old Linda Hamilton coming out here to reprise a role that she skipped on for what? Two what two movies that featured or tried to feature somewhat of the original cast and storyline. You don't care anymore. It's like Hollywood clutching at straws. You're, you're trying to bring back these nostalgia factors for things that we're not that nostalgic about. All right, stop be...
0: right there. Stop right there. You cued me up perfectly for this okay. next
1: one. Okay.
0: So, 20th Century Fox is in the early stages of developing a prequel to The Sandlot.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to mute myself.
2: (laughs) What What do you need a prequel for? I mean, when
0: my whole question is how far is the prequel of the Sandlock going to stretch back? <laughs> the kids. Sandlock
3: crew was literally
2: a bunch of kids. What are you going to go when they're six years old? Like,
3: uh,
2: oh God. little rascals?
3: Like, come
2: you on. <laughs> this is the entire
0: point. You can't prequel something that when people were kids. Oh, my God. Like, man, that is. I
3: mean,
2: I, you know, as I said, the best. Hollywood has done 100% on any remake, reimagining was it. Because it you could it's like hey, ABC could not go to the level of violence that we could in this movie. Like we are bringing this out in the movie theaters. We can go as violent as we want.
3: Mm-hmm. It, like mm-hmm. that there's
2: there's a skin on it what oh shoot. Oh damn. Like there's wait, several. Like, yeah I mean like that, when the, when the when the blood comes out of the uh, sink <laughs> I've been shook too. Like I'm going stupid crazy. Like I'm 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 just gonna sit here and suck my thumb. I'm good. I am, I just put me in a tin hat and jacket. I'm gone. Like that. I mean, but a sequel of a kids show. I mean, a kids movie. It's like they weren't even together. Is like like <laughs> they came together in the same way. There's literally the main dude in this whole another city. Like, what are
1: you gonna? The main kid's not even involved. <laughs> There's
3: no need for this. What?
1: Okay, okay. All right, all right. Look it. This is not... You want to do a prequel to a movie like this? Let's do a prequel to Pulp Fiction. Let's see how everybody became who they were. Right?
0: I would totally watch a Pulp Fiction but I, I would, think Tarantino could do a. He wouldn't
1: preview. give a. Yeah, he wouldn't give a damn to do that. You want to do a prequel? Do a prequel to something that really would warrant a prequel. Do something that will warrant it. The Sandlot is about a bunch of kids who played summer baseball in a in a, in a little sandlot. It was fun. Let's leave. This is the problem I have, man. With so many things, we don't know how to leave things where they were. We don't. The Sandlot is a. Leave it in its time capsule, man. It was perfect. And not only that, it was made at a time when those, the the kids that those, the the, the kids who were portraying those kids then were the adults of that era. They were the 30 year olds of that era, right? Mm -hmm. These guys that grew up in the mid, late 60s and have those nostalgic memories, they will have those memories of their childhood. This is what resonated to them. Today kids unless they're playing in AAU instruction format, when is the last time you've seen a group of kids playing a, a sport outside that they didn't have they weren't obligated to play because their parents signed them up for it? When's the last time?
0: Uh well, I mean basketball, but definitely not baseball.
1: Yeah. Definitely not baseball. So the nostalgia factor for that really ain't gonna be there. That's a niche. That's a niche right there that you may not touch into because it's gonna be like, okay, what are they? What were they six? Or were you gonna focus on the summer before? I mean, it
0: stupid. I, it's stupid.
3: It's really stupid. Idea.
2: That's such a bad idea. It's really like something I mean, you would bring your like people who wa- enjoyed the Sandlot could bring their kids to, this, and enjoy that movie. It's like. Well, that was what my parents' generation did when they really enjoyed baseball. Right. So now, I, I mean, it's like, when I mean, I'm, and now I've gone to some NASCAR games and, and I've seen the dads bring the kids there, but you're trying to go three generations. It's like, that just doesn't work. It's no.
1: Like four oh, or five man. now, Jace. It's like, who cares anymore? And then that's the thing about it for us for our generation, that was a it was a fun movie. It was like our major league, I guess. I don't know, but we're not going to care about a prequel. Who was this movie for? Not me. Right.
0: I'm very annoyed that they decided to make this, me or too. that they even even talked about it. Me too. Speaking of another movie, I'm very annoyed that they have made uh, the Venom trailer. Second one dropped yesterday, and. I'm trying to drum up some excitement and enthusiasm for it, but I can't find any. Maybe it's in my symbiote, but this movie just is not, it just, it doesn't feel like a comic book movie, which maybe is what they're going for. But I don't know what the deal is with Tom Hardy's accent. Those special effects are kind of shaky and I don't care. And the whole point of Venom is he's pissed off at Spider-Man. Both sides. The symbiote and Eddie Brock. And without Spider-Man, there's no point for Venom. So, this movie's just kind of flailing in the wind, and we got some scientist who's coming up with all these different reasons to use them, and he's calling them symbiotes. For some reason, it escapes me continuously. And it looks like maybe he's fighting carnage, or just the ooze. And... Yeah, I'm not feeling it. Like even a little, that little last moment of the trailer, which is supposed to make you go, "Oh yeah, I can't wait to see this movie." I was not. I was like, "Come on, really? I got a parasite. Shouldn't you go to the doctor?" But it, it's just, it's not working for me. Javon, what you thinking? Same thing.
1: I agree with you wholeheartedly. I mean, this is not. Look, this is gonna be Tom Hardy's Spawn. I would love to hear what Chief has to say. I would love to hear what Gunner would have to say because I think they would really nail it. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to try my best to channel them both.
2: Hold, hold, hold on. I, I have a breaking uh, – we, we have a, a special announcement Please. from uh, Melvin. He said, "Start. Venom looks and smells like hot garbage in the middle of the summer during a sanitation strike in an inner city. Stop. Javon
0: <laughs> was laughing too much let's make sure we get that, that breaking announcement in full view right.
2: okay again from M- Mr. moran Benham looks and smells like hot garbage in the middle of the summer during a sanitation strike in an inner city stop
3: <laughs>
1: yeah 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 <laughs> yeah as only he could put it it, come on, man. It's, Venom deserves better than what he's getting, right, man? This is this is supposed to be one of the Dark Marvels that's really good, and it's gonna be bad. It just does not look like the type of movie you'll 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 come out of the theater saying, "I'm gonna yep, I'm gonna go see that again." You're not. This, You're gonna this come is the out
0: kind of, the, of movie that I'm like, do I want to see it?
1: Do I want to see it? Yeah. Jeff's gonna be like,
2: huh? I could go see the screening of this, or I could take a bath.
0: Well, I can, God, guarantee. To you, I can guarantee you, I, I won't pay for this one. So I will go to the screener, the screening for it. Because man, paying them for it would indicate that I endorse what they've done, and I
1: do not. I could I could go see Spawn or get a root canal.
0: Well, Doc, what's your schedule looking like?
3: <laughs> all right, what's this Novocaine going to do for are, are yep.
2: him? Are you free at 315? Yeah. Well, you got a matinee on that one, Doc? At
1: 215, all right. huh? All right, I'll take what you got.
0: So it looks like despite all the controversy and the Fox uh, buyout from Disney, it does appear like we are sadly and very much regrettable regrettably going to get that x-men dark phoenix debacle i'm sorry movie coming out next year but the status of the new mutants film is very much in the air both of these films were slated to come out this year and were delayed for reshoots um if you've noticed we're in august right and we've seen picture none trailer zero of dark phoenix I'm sorry, we haven't seen a trailer for Dark Phoenix. We've seen a couple random pictures on a couple of magazines, but that's about it. We haven't had the official releases of anything. This movie is going to be trash because X Men Apocalypse was trash. And I have absolutely no hope in this because they're still trying to position Mystique as a mover and shaker in all things X Men. Of all things, you know, the best thing that would happen with Dark Phoenix is if midway through everybody turns to ash like that would be amazing i would tell everyone to go see it if that happened and like the movie could be 40 minutes and then it just ends with everybody turning to ash that they would know,
2: so see not all of them, like all seriously of
0: that would be awesome like they should end all they should end that movie with with that and i don't even need to sit through two hours of trash to to get to that point but if it just ends abruptly with everybody turning to ash that would be like the best movie ever it would be the best x-men movie ever.
2: 10 out of 10. It's done.
0: <laughs> you can't do anything else with it. So, um what do you guys think about these x-men films that are kind of in limbo? Is there any point to releasing them? because oh. cuz they're not going to matter after 2019. They don't I don't even know if they matter now, but they
1: the at this stage they should do everyone a favor and release the X Men property and Spider Man as well to MCU.
2: They're if all there. Wanna, it, huh? They're all there
1: now. They're all there now, but they need yeah, to. That
2: was the, that was the whole point of the the, the merger is literally it was. to get TV. Yeah, well, they get them. all the TV properties and all the yeah. all the X Men,
1: all Spider Man. Right? Are they gonna get it right? It's that's now, it's,
2: it's in Marvel's hands. If Marvel screws it up, that's hey. And okay, okay up. never mind, never mind. Deron,
0: Deron, the thing is, Fox never had any idea what to do with yeah. Men. I
3: mean, yeah. that first
0: film was proof enough that they it had no cool. clue. Brian Singer was like, oh, this is a cool way for me to make a cinematic analogy to being gay. But he didn't <laughs> understand or anything else about the X-Men. I mean, that yeah, was, found one little thing. And he was like, ooh, Magneto, Mystique. Professor X. Logan. Great. I've like I got, I got the X-Men down. It's like, no, dude. You have nothing down in the X-Men. Like, absolutely nothing.
1: Nothing. Nothing. And
0: I mean, and now, if Marvel Studios just to look at what's going on in the X-Men and Marvel Comics right now, they would also have no idea what to do with it. But fortunately, they actually know the core of the characters and understand the characters better than the people running the comic wing. And they, it's, it's one of those deals where They've done everything else right. There's no reason to, to suspect that they won't get the X Men right. And it's just a matter of which X Men they want to do right first. Right. So the kidding. only request I have is not to bring Magneto and Mystique in in the first twelve films. Oops I'm oh. sorry. Uh six films. Oh wow. Okay. I'm just tired of them, man.
3: They're are all
2: these characters. Yeah. They they, they have they X Men has enough decent uh villains that you can use. Like you got Mr. Sinister. Like I mean, you can do an actually apocalypse, right? Like they have enough care. I mean, they have enough baddies that you can use. I mean, it's like I understand. It's like if if I had that, I'm like, hey, I I say I release it. Kind of, it's released for one day. Everybody gets their residual check. Um, but it never sees real. It never really sees the light of day. Like there's, it's so much. It's pointless to do release a film that you know you're going to have to whitewash. It's like, it's not going to matter. You're going to Thanos wipe it away. Like there's no point. It's just like, Hey, you already got paid for this. Whatever you made on the last one, we'll give you a a 25% bump in whatever the heck it is. Even though we know the gross is not going to be 25. Like here you go. This isn't ever going to get released on DVD, Blu-ray digital. It's not going to happen. Like, if you guys can come into the Marvel Universe, like, uh, gosh, the, the girl who plays Jean Grey, if they want to ro- go with that role at your age. No, that's, no, no. Oh.
0: We, need, we need people the same age as Chris Evans to be the X-Men. I don't want the teenage version of the X-Men. I need adults.
1: So okay, all right. I want this Do you want to, to- start
0: off. I want with I want adults, man, so we can have a Katie Pride who's a teenager and is like the only teenager, or Jubilee who's the only teenager hanging with these guys. I don't okay. need a five-year-old. Do
1: you want the Chris Claremont? we don't, we don't want sixteen-year-old Iron Man, um, Iceman basically.
2: Right. Right. I'm, okay. So, so you, so you, you kid want kid them adult. basically, so they are able to be peer to peer with the Avengers. Right.
0: Exactly. And that's there's
2: nothing. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I. But is I guess my thing is like, well, no, I guess she's kind of like in her twenties. But if you if if that's I mean, there's nothing to stop that. I mean, I just like, unless you say you're gonna release X Men and then somehow Thanos is gonna you know take ten years out of their life and then there's a whole new cast. It's like there's no no reason to confuse people. We don't need to worry
0: about that. Those those at Fox films don't matter. All they got to do is, like, look, we've been around, we've been in hiding, and we knew what would happen if people knew about us. Professor X used Cerebro to keep everybody from knowing about us at all, and now he can't do it anymore. So, here we are. Bam. Well, is, it. He gonna start, I, is he going to
2: start screaming F-bombs at everybody?
3: Uh,
0: only if he's saying F-Batman.
2: <sighs> okay. <laughs> Uh, a little Titan in
1: around that one, folks. It, wow, it wow. sucks. Yeah, hold up. What was that about? Is that a movie?
0: It's the Titans trailer, oh,
1: man. Is it? It's a movie?
0: No, it's, no, on, it's series.
1: on DC Universe. Oh,
0: on their streaming service.
1: Okay, okay. Because I was confused. I thought this was going to be a feature film.
0: No, man. No, it's, it's 13 episodes. They've already got a spinoff Doom Patrol coming from it. And, yeah, people are excited. And people are also upset.
1: So it's like a a comic
0: book film that's not... It's basically
1: a comic book film. It's It's a comic book
0: property that's not being done (laughs) by Marvel Studios. So,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: That's pretty much how all of them go these days. Here's a cool (laughs) story I uh, tracked down or found. Um, If I could find it quickly. Oh, while I do that, though... No, let let me go into that first. So, you know, they're part in, in Infinity War... When uh, they're in Wakanda and they're about to do their thing and they're about to fight, ob- they're about to fight Thanos, this crew, uh-huh. and Wakanda army starts chanting. Yeah, that was that was that was not part of the script. They just started doing it. Nice. And they liked it, and
1: that made it to the final cut, right? Yep. Nice. Take some chances. Always a good way to go.
0: So they dug it, and uh, they said
1: Winston Duke, who
0: plays M'Baku, led the, char- led the chant. And you gotta love that. Yeah, man. And he just started started doing it, and they were like, yeah. And then Chadwick Bozeman did it, and they didn't even, when they were shooting, they didn't know what Wakanda Forever was about. The directors, the Russo brothers. So they were like, uh, okay. This is cool. I like this. And hey, let's throw it in the movie. So so that's the Black Panther cast really taking How ownership. How dope is that? How there dope is that, man?
2: Was that released on the, the commentary that came yeah, out? Yeah, uh, in the director's
1: comedy. Right, right, right. That's cool. Yeah. And wait, and big up to my man for seizing his moment. That's something, that's, that's something that makes you. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's something that makes you. You can just seize a moment like that and turn it into something totally what it was what it, what it wasn't even supposed to be. You made it even better.
2: You know the funny thing is if up. that wasn't there, that scene would look wouldn't look half as intense. It would've just been a bunch no, of wasn't. dudes standing there looking shook. It's like they actually look like they had some heart. Like, all right, come on, bring it. I mean if, but if they didn't, if they just sat there like, Oh shoot, we're gonna die. You bring no, war?
0: Look, I bring you to war.
2: Yeah, So Okay. All right. We're gonna wait for uh, Captain Black Panther to charge out and then we're actually gonna look like we got some art. But no, that that was a great moment. That was that was a good good move on his part. Good job, Winston Duke. Uh
0: the Guardians of the Galaxy cast came out in support of James Gunn. They all wrote a letter. Uh they all didn't write a letter, but they all signed off on a letter. Uh the entire main principal cast. So that's Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, uh Bradley Cooper, Vin Diesel. Dave Bautista, uh, Sean Gunn, of course, and Pom, I'm going to butcher her last name, Clementoff, who plays Manus. And uh, our what's boy... Sign on to? Do. Michael Roker. Yeah, yeah, he did too. And Karen Gillan. So like all the main crew from Guardians, they were like, look, we want him back as the director. It doesn't sound like Disney's going to budge on that. They're really? sticking to their... We're going to stick with our family-friendly... Uh, guns here, and huh, unintended. And we're gonna keep them off on it. And I guess they're gonna go with the we're gonna throw you guys a couple million more dollars, and hopefully that'll be enough. I still think it's a terrible precedent. Uh, but fellas, what do you think about this? Should Disney stick to what they've said, or is this a case where they kind of go, hey, well since you guys want them back, we'll uh, we'll go with that?
1: Here's a, Jace, please go ahead. I'm sorry. As I said last week,
2: Disney was way too hasty on that. Instead of, I mean, you made you're costing yourself maybe in essence like ten million dollars by just not saying you were wrong. Like that's letting pride cost you money. Like literally, just say, "Hey, we were, we rush to judgment. That is not is a family friendly company." We should also know not to do that. We should have some self-reflection that that was the wrong call. And we reviewed all this stuff. We looked at the evidence. We looked at our initial interviews again. We knew this, this wasn't that guy. We made a mistake. Like So, I mean, and this the, the Galaxy guys have actually figured out for once, they have leverage. Like, they can literally say, yeah, Guardian 3 is not happening until he's on this. And they're going to budge. Like, you can jump. I mean, you can't replace. You can replace Terrence Howard when he got out of pocket, but you can't replace five other guys.
0: Wait, Terrence like, Howard didn't get out of pocket.
3: He
2: just no, no, wanted his money. Right. So, you I mean, like, you could replace him, but you can't replace five solid characters. It's like, nah, like, if you say, oh, we can get rid of Bradley Cooper, yeah, you can get rid of Bradley Cooper. You can't get rid of Chris Pratt. You can't get rid of now because by this point, you can't get rid of Zoe Saldaña. You know she's too damn important for. I mean, sorry. Well, Infinity Wars four is two. Part two is already filmed, but you can't get rid of her. Like it's like you can't get rid of Mantis. You can't get rid of any of them.
0: Thanos already got rid of the Guardians.
2: Yeah, but try try and do that with a whole new cast. Stupid idea.
0: They're already
2: dead, man. Yeah, uh huh. Then, then why is it, why are we talking about Guardians three? Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> right. It's, it's uh. like you have to just say, hey, call it. We made a bad call, Ripley. Like, don't eat ten million dollars of hush money.
3: Mm-hmm. Of, of, from,
2: I mean, of just like, all right, here, here's your little bandage. It's like, no, you can give us five million more. We're still gonna get this, and then they're still gonna be like, all right, well, here he's coming back anyway. Okay, yeah. Well,
0: soon,
3: where's my $5 million check that you agreed to? Hello there. Hey! Yo! Oh, okay. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> I, I we had uh,
0: a... Oh! <laughs> Thanos, <there, we're here. laughs> oh, Snapwork, and the All right, we've, been
3: <laughs> talk, we've, been, we've been talking
0: about Guardians of Galaxy, Chief. How you doing, man?
4: I'm good. I'm good. I'm
0: good. Good. So, listen. So... We are talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, how the whole cast signed off on a letter. They They want James Gunn back. And Disney, at least right now, isn't budging. Do you think okay. Disney's in the right, or do you think they are going to eventually cave in and, and bring Gun back because the fans or because the cast wants him back?
4: Well, if the cast is fighting for him, they may they may bring him back. They, I mean, you know, just like everything, time time heals all wounds. So maybe they'll let some time go by, let all the. Uh, the haters come, you know, say what they need to say, you know. Eventually, they'll die down, and then bring them on, and then uh, call him a consultant, even though he took care of the whole project. Because if the cast is with him, nobody's probably going to snitch. So, <laughs> yeah, he consulted,
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and uh, he was actually running the show. So, you know, they do that in government now, saying so somebody consulting and somebody's running the show. So, it shouldn't be no different for the for for my man James. Come on, I mean, hell, they want the best product the 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 cast and crew want the best product, you know um and if they if they believe that you know this guy gives them the best chance to win, then I'm sure the studio will be with it i mean at the bottom of it all is money, right so
3: um
4: right and so if they were making this much money uh before these these tweets got discovered, they'll still make the money. I don't think. Uh, anybody's going to be like, well, you know, I'm not going to go watch him now. I mean, it, it, oh.
3: if, if this
4: guy makes you money and the money is always what we're after, then you got to run to the money, always.
0: It's the American dream, well, ain't it? Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir.
0: All right, Chief. So we're going to just hit you up with all the stuff we've been going through here because cause Javon was very curious about your take on the Venom trailer. What you got on that?
4: <laughs> that Venom trailer was garbage, <laughs> um, and I was I was I was telling I was saying earlier that every time you see the Venom trailer, no matter if it's the first, second, third, it's a repeat of them all. It's the same scene, in, um, which leads me to believe that uh, it's pretty much going to be, um. The, the scenes that we're seeing in the trailer are probably the action scenes, the only action scenes from the movie, too. So, once we're sitting in the theater, once they got you, got gotcha, you, and you're sitting in the theater, you'll be seeing the same damn thing from the trailer, like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, this, there's no difference. This is, yep, mm-hmm. this is not a new scene. And, um, you'll be pretty much pissed off. I don't even know, uh, I don't even know what they were trying to do with this thing. I mean, it seems I, I, I don't know. It seems, it, 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 is it a Marvel movie? <clears throat> is that who's that
0: who makes this is making this Marvel? You did you're not seriously asking that question, are you? There is oh, there is the a reason, stench I I mean, there's a stench on every film that's not a Marvel Studios film. And it's like very okay, obvious that's as soon I'm, as you watch it. It's a Sony uh, film. Well,
3: okay.
4: Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So it's a Sony film, and because I was like Marvel, this doesn't seem like Marvel. And they're like, I was reading something online. They're like, eventually Spider-Man might show up. And I'm like, well, how does how does that happen? How does Spider-Man show up? Um, so like, I don't I don't know what Sony <sighs> Sony I don't know what they're doing anymore. Um, you know, make a good TV. You know, I mean, who doesn't love the Sony Bravia? But as far as movies, oh god,
3: yeah, garbage, I don't even man. know
4: what's going on. Yeah, that, that's just pure garbage, man. That, the 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 the, the, uh, the CGI effects—they didn't impress me. Um, the the content—it looked like a lot of talking, and then, like I said, it looked like the action scenes were were from. Like the trailer, like you, like hey, this is all I'm getting. These action scenes from the trailer, that's it. So, I mean, it is what it is, man. Sony, just go ahead and hand over your Marvel stuff to, I mean, over oh, oh, your, your your Marvel comic stuff to to uh, yeah, the the true players. You know what I mean, and let them do what they need to do. Um, because they they getting embarrassing now. They just, just, just they're just throwing out movies, you know. Next you'll 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 get uh what's it the, the the uh what's the guy that used to, uh the the claw thing. Um uh, wasn't that his name with the sound? Who the claw. claw. Yeah, yeah. So you next thing next thing you will know we'll have a claw trailer or something.
3: But mm-hmm. it'll be the
4: actual claw from the comic books with his his sonic arm and all that.
3: It'll be mm-hmm. something
4: stupid. And you'll be like, whoa, you know, here we go again with this. Because Venom could have been a great character. And it I hope comes. Marvel gets a hold of... I hope Marvel gets a hold of Carnage before Sony grabs Carnage. Um, so, yeah. So, that, I mean, you know, it is what it is, fellas. You know... Um, now, Chief, let me ask gonna... you
1: this. Let me ask you this, Chief. Okay, being go ahead. They, I'm
4: listening. You got me.
1: Then that they ruined so far... The Venom trailer. Now, unless Venom comes out and makes what? What's the good threshold, Jeff? That we can guarantee a sequel or something. Financial uh, for comic book movies, they're they're yeah. a little bit
0: different. Uh, I think at least seventy to eighty million. So you need at least that, and that depends on how much they spend on marketing. Seventy to
1: least, eighty million.
0: Yeah, for a comic book one. one, that's one that's, one that's one. the low threshold,
2: Cause overseas, because overseas.
3: Okay. 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 What is
2: this like? Spider Man Two. I mean, the Amazing Spider Man Two made like a hundred plus million, and it didn't get that third movie. So, like Jeff said, that that's a moving target.
1: Wait, Spider Man? Which Spider Man Two? They they're, they're and, totally and the Andrew Marvel? Garfield. Uh, uh, Andrew oh, Garfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking if this oh. mall, if this Venom movie makes 200, 300 million domestic, and then goes worldwide, if they touch eight hundred million total or nine hundred million, right? I mean, that's lofty, but if they do, Chief, do you think that the Carnage movie, if they even decide to go that far instead of doing a venom's uh sequel, do you think gets the right I, I don't
0: do want to ruin this for you guys, but i'm going to, I'm going to Carnage is rumored to be the bad guy for this venom movie
1: oh wow, isn't it wow okay yeah if, if that's
4: true, then they've ruined Carnage. Yeah, and that's no. supposed to be like, Cassidy Cletus or something? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So. You
0: know, Chief always surprises me with his deep comic book knowledge. And he kind of makes it like, well, is that what it means? And, and knowing, knowing full well he knows all this stuff down, it, it's pretty amazing to me. But yeah, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
4: yeah, I mean, it's called, if, that, if that's the case, I you know, um,. Yeah, that's pretty much because I was, you know, Carnage is a fantastic character. Um, and, uh, you know, even, you know, because, I mean, hell, Venom, Venom and Spider-Man team up to fight him just because he is, uh, you know, uh, so, so so sick with it. Um, but, uh, I, you know, it, it hopefully just saves the rumor. You know what I mean? Uh, hopefully the other... Uh, it's the other, uh, symbiote, uh, characters they got. Is it the five? Uh, five, five other, you know, five other ones, um, that are similar to Venom. Hopefully it's them instead of Carnage. I hope it's not Carnage. I mean, you know, cause, I mean, they, they're just taking, they've already taken the the way it should have been laid in the comic book. I mean, the comic book, the way the comic book laid it out was perfect. Now you've laid it into this manner where you don't have a, you don't have that, that, that Spider-Man connection to Venom. I mean, you know what I mean? It's supposed to be Peter Parker, then Eddie Brock, and then later on Carnage. And now you're taking that, um, that connection through and you're just doing your own thing. You're just like, Oh, you know what? We're going to do our own thing. Here, eat this. And then, then right now, I don't like the, the smell. So, you know, you know when your, your grandma had them pot of chitlins cooking, and you knew by the smell you wasn't going to go in there yeah, and grab like, those yeah. chitlins.
1: Yeah, I ain't going to like that. You know
4: what I mean? I ain't going to like that. Yeah, you can, she clean them. She them. The smell from a cleaning them, you are like, Mm-mm. I don't know what you cleaning right now. Smell <laughs> <It laughs> like ass in the house all day, not, <laughs> right, all day long. It, you know what I mean? And and the thing about it was, you knew by that smell, you weren't going to eat it. And that's the same way I feel about this venom. Like the way it stinks right now, I'm not going to go see it. So I don't care if that's carnage. You know what I mean? Even. uh, you, you know, somebody I want to see from my past in it. I don't care. You know what I mean. I'm not gonna do it. So that's how I
0: feel about the Venom movie. Not gonna do. I hear you. I'm I'm almost right there with you. So there there are a b- bunch of remakes coming out. Let's see if any of these grab you. They're gonna be working on an Alf
2: TV series. Wait for it, folks. <laughs>
4: Alf?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alf.
4: I'm done with you, y'all. I'm done. I'm done. I didn't even got a comment for Alf, man. I, I got nothing. I, I don't, <laughs> you know, I, I, no. That's gonna be a note for me.
0: <laughs> Did you see The Sandlot? And, Hil-
4: and, and Hillary says no, huh? Um, yeah, I saw The Sandlot.
0: They're working on a prequel to that.
4: I'm going to say no.
3: Mm-hmm. You're not no. Just just I mean, be- the, the, the,
4: the, 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 the 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 movie was good. Here's, here's the problem with a lot of these things. And, and, and here with, for me, and then when I say I'm saying no for me, The Sandlot was something I watched when I was young. So at in my forties, I have no desire to go see the Sandlot. So and and I'm not sure if kids of today would enjoy that movie. Like like it's it, 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 everything's changed so much from when we were younger. Hell, nobody really comes outside to play anymore. I mean. You can identify, even with the stand lot, you and your friends going somewhere. Uh, Jeff Hart, we used to play football all the time. When's the last time you see a group of dudes outside playing football? That's
3: exactly right.
4: Yeah. You know, so, what, so, so all that being said is it's not even a movie that as a grown-up that would be interested, you know what I mean, Um, in seeing. And then as a child, when a child really want to go see the stand lot, I, the prequel? I mean, what, what the hell is the prequel? They were they were like go like the over there. Right. So how far you know what I mean? So how far like how far back down would they go? So I mean it's not a prequel. If if, if you know what? Yeah, alright. So no, that's a no for me satellite. That's a that's a no for me on Alf. You know. <laughs>
3: All
0: right, I got I got one that's going to turn to your opinion here. We got a new Terminator coming. Sarah Connor is, Connor is going to be back for this one, and she's going to be helping Arnold Schwarzenegger deal with a new Terminator menace. What do you think? <sighs> <laughs> it doesn't
4: sound like a Well, now, let me tell you something. You know, the last Terminator with Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, with the girl from uh, Game of Thrones in it. Yep. Amelia Clark, I think her name is. Anyways, that wasn't bad. I, I, and, and, I mean, what I'm saying is, I could watch it. I wasn't like, oh, this is just terrible. Now, those Terminators previous to that, you know, like non RL Terminators, to me, they were all garbage. <laughs> they were all just garbage. What's wrong um, you talking about? Man, I'm talking about them all that Arnold wasn't in. Uh, the uh, the one with uh, Christian Bale I didn't like. Sorry, um, yeah, there was another one and I can't think of what it was. Uh, I didn't like.
1: Um, it was in the third one. What was that? Rising Machines? That was doodoo, though. <coughs>
3: It
4: wasn't great. It wasn't great. I will give you that It wasn't great, but it wasn't salvation. And wasn't there another Terminator in between there? Are you leaders? sure you're
2: not thinking about the last one with the Clark?
4: No, the Milligan Clark was maybe that's maybe the time of Terminator Salvation. Maybe the one. Maybe it was that one, but it wasn't bad. But the, I mean, uh, but that one with Christian Bale was garbage. I hated that giant, uh, even with the CGI Arnold when they showed him. Coming out the thing looking like he was
2: in nineteen eighty four. Um That was a good
3: CGI. It, it,
1: no uh, yeah. It looked like Arnold back then.
3: Man, yeah. You knew you
1: was watching, you knew it was it was hokey, man. It looks it looked hokey. To me that oh, was man, like watching uh, when he took his eyeball out in the first one. Now, watching that today.
2: Well, you saw how bad that looked, yeah. and then you saw him put the glasses on. So I, 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 I'm okay with that. But
1: I well, wouldn't defend the rest of that movie. Past, I mean, like, that was 1984. That was filmed in what 2015.
2: Yeah, like I, I wouldn't. I mean, there, there's parts of salvation. I'm like, I mean, it, like how the rest of Terror and *Terminator* is that kind of action. There are parts of salvation. You're like. Uh, am I supposed to stay awake during this thing or what? I mean, just just call me when they actually get to the bombing or, you know, action part, because there's a lot of dialogue in It's 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 not a Terminator movie.
4: There's a lot of everything in that thing. A lot of garbage, too. (laughs) A lot of garbage. A lot of garbage. A lot of garbage. garbage. And, uh... Yeah, it is. You know what? And then, like, who is this new Terminator that can fool the humans this is stupid. <laughs> this is, I, you know what? And then, the, and like I said, like she's talking about the last Terminator with, uh, with uh, Christian Lachlan. She's Lachlan. I think that's what her
3: name was. Anyways,
4: um, that wasn't great. And I hate, you know, I, sometimes I hate, I, I appreciate if they go forward with different characters rather than them going backwards, trying to replace the old characters with people who look nothing like them. <laughs> like Reese you know what I mean? Well, that's right. Well, the uh, Connors, the boy, uh, boy. uh
3: John. Uh, he
2: was uh, okay.
3: The was, the funny yeah,
2: yeah, is, yeah, he was. Uh, you can get Norman Reedus now. It's like he's not on the out anymore. You can literally get Norman Reedus. It's like just tell him to shave the Daryl beard. You have literally the dude from Terminator Two. Like, dude, he's now in you can Literally get the.
1: Dude. The dude is the it originally. He's yeah. not doing nothing. Yeah, he ain't
0: doing nothing. Furlong. Furlong is doing yeah. nothing right now.
3: Wh- wh- Furlong ain't doing there, nothing. You can get... He was in Blade
2: too. Oh, that's not Norman Raiders? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Retract
4: that. Norman Raiders wasn't.
3: And this isn't is a dud. Oh! <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right. <laughs>
4: right. Uh, <laughs> also, Blade two was good. But it was. That's why I was funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so, like, you know, you could have got Eddie Furlong to play that, that dude. You didn't have to bring in a dude that looked nothing like him. I mean, this is too much. But the last Terminator was decent. I give it that. I mean, you know, they got crazy in it. But it's still, I guess that's what it's for. So, it depends on how they do the next Terminator, to be honest with you. If it's the more of the, uh, the shenanigans <laughs> um, uh this last one, uh, you know, it's, it it's got to have
3: some...
4: Yeah, it's got to have some goodness to it, man. It can't be just uh, you know. And Jamelia Conk is, is she not playing it again?
0: Nah, she's not coming back. I
3: said, that's the same am saying. What are doing here? <laughs> Hey, <laughs> she was I,
0: playing Sarah Connor. So with Linda Hamilton back, she can't play her.
3: Yeah, That's that. My yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no! All
0: know? right, she, she tried again, man. Your phone was going crazy on you. I'm,
4: I'm saying Linda Hamilton. She's old, man. She's she's beyond. She's I, like any action scenes, you're not going to believe that. You're no. not going to believe that it's going to be doing all these it's just Why didn't you go with the young, the the youngest that you had? I mean, you had a good premise on that last one you could have built from. But no, this is not what you're going to do. So hey, if you I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm, now I'm disappointed. Now I was like, maybe it might be all right. And now I'm like, Linda, come on, man. God. She looked old when she was young.
1: She looks like Andy Warhol holding a shotgun in this picture I'm looking. She looks like you know Andy mean? Warhol at the end of his life holding a shotgun.
4: You know what I'm saying, man. She was old then. And this is 84. She looked old. And she was in her 20s. And you're like, damn, she's only in her 20s? She yeah.
0: She's old then. She didn't have oh. to be but so young to be able to pull a trigger.
1: Yeah, okay, but yeah, uh, right. here's the thing. Here's the thing. At 61 years old, and plus here's, this the, the original tournament that came out in 84. This is just an old dog right now. This, <laughs> this series is an old dog. This is a white-faced dog right now. <laughs> this, this series looks like Cattino Mobley right now. Where it was once, you're like, yeah, you young, athletic, and, and nimble. Now you look like my grandfather. You, this series is old. And here's the thing, like I said, if Linda Hamilton wanted to be in this movie or was going to be a part of this series, the time for her to be in it was in the what was it Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines, right? Mm-hmm. Because now, wh- wh- where are we even going with this story anymore? It's been it's so convoluted. We don't even know where we're going with it no more.
0: That last one definitely going to make you feel that way.
1: Yeah. So what are they going to do for this one? You know, it's like, eh, whatever.
0: Nobody knows. Just
1: make the stupid movie already.
0: All right. Well, Chief, I think we caught you up to everything. All right, fellas. So I gave you all an assignment to come up with the TV show. We got so many coming back now that I figure it's just inevitable that every show that ever – aired on TV in the 70s and 80s, will get a reboot at some point in time. And I think the better way to go is with movies. So with that said, what classic 70s, 80s TV show that you grew up watching do you want to see turned into a big screen film? Chief, let's start off with you.
4: Okay. Um, I talk about it all the time on here with you guys. Uh, I used to love the Werewolf series. And uh, I think werewolves are my favorite uh, scary movie thing. You know, I I love a good werewolf story. Um, So I'd like to see werewolf brought back. Um, So that would be a good movie. And also Benson, because I love a good black butler movie.
1: (laughs) The Benson movie. He He could be a spy. He could be that could be his, he could be a spy as well.
0: <laughs> Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. All right, uh, Javon, how about you?
1: I would love to see a really unsung show from the eighties, early eighties. Um, it was Are about you a guy. That? Yeah, that's me. Okay. It was about a guy who found a suit. It was an alien superpower suit. But he lost the instructions for that suit. Oh, the and, greatest American hero! Thank you. It it was such a great show. It was funny. That's the thing about it. The action was it was real action. It was eighties action. LeVon, car chases. Yeah.
0: I don't I don't know how to do this to you, buddy. But yeah. uh, ABC was trying to move ahead with that. They were trying to make a reboot. As a,
1: as, were... a, as a as a TV show, though, right? Right. It, but as a movie, I think it may work better.
0: Okay. All right. Let's see what you got.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was a great premise because it was, it was action. It was comedy, light on the drama. If you ever watched the show, you know what I'm talking about. It didn't get too heavy, which it shouldn't have because this is about a superhero who a, – a regular guy who finds a superhero suit but loses the instructions to it. So he has no idea how to work this thing. So every day, he's like a duck. He wakes up in a new place every day. So Flying <laughs> yeah, so. three feet on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. I can pick up small cars, but not SUVs, because I haven't mastered that part of it yet. You know what I mean? It, it it was funny for those reasons and others, and it had real heart. The guy that played, uh, I forget the, the his his name, he had he had real heart because he he really uh, William Cat I
0: think it was William
1: Cat yes he portrayed he really did a good job of portraying a guy who has no idea how he got this awesome wonderful thing and he's trying not to let the world know but it's something that can benefit the world you know he doesn't really want to take on the role but he's always thrusted in the situation the way he has to, and because he has such a good moral compass, he's always in a position to say, well, he's always saying to himself, this isn't right, I have to fix it, right? And I think it would make a better movie than TV show, because it, it seems like if it were a TV show or serial, they would have to create all these zany situations, which kind of ruined the show in the, to begin with. As a movie, they can focus on an essential or essential evil or essential bad and have him grow into taking on that, that essential bad, but he can take on little things along the way, like the montage where he starts to get it, but he still hasn't figured it all quite out yet. Whereas in a serial, it's just creating zany adventures for him. And we know today's TV market does not allow shows to grow. So we're talking about ordering 12 episodes and letting four air. Whereas a movie, you can float it out there and it can become a sleeper hit like Guardians of the Galaxy, like Ant-Man, like insert movie here that was a sleeper hit. So I think it's, it, it had better legs as a film.
4: Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Yeah. Never
3: thought I could feel so free. That was my joy. You, was, did yes, you ever see
4: great. the joint where, was, he, where he found where he found the instruction booklet? He found the instruction booklet. <laughs> Listen, they had a I've got that I've got that on D V D. No. So there was an episode where he found the instruction booklet. And one of the like the the two could do a million different things. It was just like besides flying super strength and bullets, it could do way <laughs> yeah, more than that. So way more than that. he uh, shrank cool. himself. Yeah, so he shrank himself to where he was little, and then something happened. He grew big again, but he forgot to shrink the. He forgot to grow the book big again, so the book was still small. He was
3: big,
1: and he couldn't find the book anymore. So at the end of the episode, he lost the book again. That's why I love that show because it had a sense of humor and it realized how ridiculous it was.
2: That really was one of the best. Like theme songs on the TV. Shut up. All right, J.C., you ready? Okay. Right. I got. I got my one. All right. Mm. I don't know if it's gonna. I'm. I'm gonna take some heat on it. But I, I, there was this movie. I mean, this TV show about a girl whose uh, father recently died and left her this nice little mansion. She had her friends with her. Uh, but the, the 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 mansion had a secret that it allowed uh, her to create little holograms and stuff like that, and she could uh, be this big star, like a uh, uh, maybe a, a music star. And they made that movie.
3: James. No,
2: no, 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 trust me, it, it's 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 revolutionized. Like I mean revolutionary. Nobody has thought of doing this movie, but it really should. Okay. It's called Jim and the holograms. I mean, you got some compelling bad guys, I mean, especially in our reality show culture. It, I think it really has some good legs, I mean. A girl can change her face it, it will i mean it's i mean that i I think there's some money to be made on that one
0: hey man that that sounds like a very good idea i like it i I'd watch it
2: uh, you know i think I think a lot of people
0: <laughs> all right uh mine is another one from that awesome time period of the early eighties late seventies. mine is one of the few shows that managed to sustain itself after the star wars phenomenon of course i'm talking about buck rogers in the 25th century and Gil Gerard played uh buck rogers uh and he was like this cool kind of combination probably of captain kirk and han solo he had his cool laser gun and he had his nice outfit and he's a fighter pilot and he was just going around space aaron gray was his co-star and uh then he had this dude who dressed like a bird hawk um and then they had this little robot twinkie who wasn't the annoying sidekick but they had cool stuff and i think if they were able to make a movie like that even if it was just pretty much a live action version like we got with the awesome Flash Gordon film. This would be a great movie. So I would love to see that. And I think that they would make a lot of cold cold, hard cash with this one because it's the kind of film that would really work. And people like sci-fi.
1: Somebody was high as hell when they thought up Buck Rogers.
0: Dude, it's great. I mean, it's not just sort of great. It's like really great.
1: You I watch what,
0: all of these episodes now.
1: You remember when Gary Coleman was on there? Yeah, man. It's like Black Space Kid or something. Right. Yes. Oh my god! Uh.
0: <laughs>
4: did y'all did y'all go see the play? Uh, Gary Coleman is Mister Bojangles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did. It was at the Warner Theater for two nights. Oh, Jeff, <laughs> Yo. You Jackman might be playing Buck Rogers.
0: Yo, Hugh Jackman playing playing Buck would be awesome. That would that would be like dream in there. And yeah, I don't need I them to try to update Twinkie. I need the classic
1: head helmet Twinkie.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Robotic head helmet. Yeah, exactly.
0: I need all of that, and then the space suits, and I mean just just the whole deal, man. They don't need they don't have that. to go too hard with that. Exactly. I mean, it's it is absolutely fine the way it is. They just, all they have to do is clean up the special effects and we're gold.
1: I remember the, the, the fighter jet he had was pretty cool.
0: It was dope. And then we got Hawk. I mean, it's just, look, there's just too many, too much stuff with Buck Rogers now for that. So that's <laughs> 80s, not to get to 80s
1: TV. It was nothing like it, man. Early yeah, 80s. man. 80s.
0: Air Hawk, team. Like I still want another 18 movie.
1: That like, what was the good. one with the motorcycle? What was the one with the motorcycle, the the, the souped up motorcycle to solve crime? Nobody remembers that. I, I feel like you are like, making it. I'm not. It was like Airwolf and Night Wolf, the motorcycle crimes T V fighting motorcycle what was the name of the hell? I'm I'm about to look it up. Alright.
2: Crack that down. That's, yeah, Buck Rogers will work. I mean, I am I'm wondering I'm just looking at some of the images from uh just go online, and I'm like, man, they kind of were trying to make this little sexy one pieces a lot. How? Like, okay, but yes, I remember the show. It was it was, it was actually worth watching. I mean, so I, I think you can make a movie off that. It
1: See? was motorcycle night rider, Street Hawk. Street Hawk. <laughs> it oh, was mo- it was night rider with a motorcycle. Yes, sir.
2: See, and that was a good thing about being kids in the in the eighties and nineties. I mean, like no eighties, because our parents would let us watch this ridiculous stuff, and we'd just be like,
3: "Yeah, sounds like a great
1: idea." <laughs> the Car Stars, I love these I shows. Hawk. Dude, Jace, look up Street Hawk. Oh, I'm I'm on it. Series. Oh wow, nobody Street oh, remembers oh, Street Hawk. That's all I gotta get a motorcycle and a black uh motorcycle suit. Oh my gosh!
2: I do not remember this one. (laughs) So ridiculous! I'm just looking at the bike. I'm like, oh my gosh! Ridiculous, (laughs)
1: ridiculous, doesn't it? I mean, like
2: terrible ideas.
1: (laughs) If if you look
2: at most like action bikes now. This thing still looks that, stupid. Hell is <laughs>
1: it looks Looks like he was riding a roach, man. It's like, this this, mean, this. There's no way this has
2: any kind of accessories. This thing is no. <laughs> it's just no. It's like the barest minimum of bike. Like, all right, see this. It's not even like cool. Like early precursor percur- to the Ducati. It's like literally like.
1: No, this thing horrible. looks absurd.
2: It looks like somebody just put a shield on a a bicycle. Like, this is
1: nuts. (laughs) You know what it looks like? It looks like one of those first, like, (laughs) one of the first ninjas. And somebody in uh, props just said, man, let's let's add as many stupid accessories as we can with this thing to make it look like our version of a, a motorcycle from the 2000s. Because that's all they were doing. They, this is what a motorcycle... That was what a motorcycle was supposed to look like today.
3: Okay. Please explain
2: to me the premise of Street Hawks. This it was night motorcycle. riding with a
1: motorcycle. <laughs> Mysterious shadow organization provides uh, 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 a guy with motorcycle so he can fight crime. Souped up super motorcycle that talks so he can fight crime. And, uh, it was
3: kit as a
1: Sound like sound like something that had a two run episode. Yeah, it, it 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 had two seasons, surprisingly. and hey, that's oh. when networks stood behind their stupid T V shows until they couldn't no more
2: And you still remember this, which means yeah, you
1: had it's a, sticking your head. Oh yeah, that was back when if you had a popular show, if a network had a popular show, the other two networks were going to try to emulate that somehow, some way.
0: Somehow, some way. All right. Good deal. Let's go on now. Wrap this bad boy up. What's your dummies of the week? Jay, let's start with you. Uh,
2: see, my problem is I listen to a lot of political podcasts and especially <laughs> without the TV shows. There's like no way I can get in this without getting political, which I think everybody has way too much. Me, especially in this era. We see two politics way too much.
1: So Mm-mm. I'm
2: going to refrain from going with my dummy of the week. Javon, how about you?
1: My dummy of the week is a Nats front office for not trading Bryce Harper when they had the chance because there's no way you're going to re- be able to re-sign him and there's no way he's going to re-sign.
0: And what's the deal, you man? You did
1: yourself a favor.
0: Catch me up on this. How did it get to this point?
1: To stop winning. Well, the Nets right now they've stopped winning. The the they, they, here's the thing about the Nets, they like the Sacramento Kings of baseball on the East Coast, dude. They had a really narrow window and they had to win when they had the chance to win. Mm-hmm. Um, Bryce Harper has hit a wall. He's a he's a two twenty two thirty hitter that may hit for twenty five to forty home runs depending on his health. He's at 25, 20, nearly 26 years old, and he ain't going to get no better than he is right now. This is it. Unless he starts shooting steroids at the Barry Bonds uh, calculation, he's not going to become a 50-home run, 60-home run hitter. The game has changed. Pitchers run the game right now. He's between a 25-40 home run hitter. He ain't going to steal no bases. He's not going to bat for a high average. He's still undisciplined at the plate. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a feast of famine hitter. And I'm,
2: I mean, I'm not. not you are not even
1: joking. I mean, I'm not, he really is hitting
2: two twenty, 220, two twenty three, two
1: twenty three. That's up from two fourteen. He's shit. been on a hot streak. He's been on a hot streak, dude. And that's the thing about it. For a guy like that, that at once and, and for one point in time, he was saying he could command a half billion dollar, half billion dollar salary. Which the well, best players in the game ain't even touching. And he well, last year he was in three twenty. With right. how many runs? Blah blah blah. Okay, twenty nine. Yeah.
2: It ain't even forty two, well, so
1: out. Yeah. And the season's almost over. We we got another what? Thirty or forty some games to play, maybe. No, no, it's baseball, so there must be another hundred games left. One hundred sixty-two, <laughs> one hundred sixty <laughs> games. It's about another of what? We got the we got the next two months to play, so we're talking about nearly forty games at least.
0: All right, well that'll do it for this one, fellas. Thank you for joining us. Thank y'all out there for listening. This episode of Loud Movie Files has been filed.